Hey, this is Karen, Coach's Corner Chats, and joining me is Spencer Sandow. Spencer, where are you at and what are you up to? Yeah, um, I currently coach in Michigan, um, live in Midland, Michigan. I coach at Northern University, which is a Division II um, program. I'm an assistant with the men, as well as I coach at Midland Dow High School, where I'm the varsity uh, girl soccer coach. Um, as well as I work at Midland Fusion Soccer Club. Uh, then I'm a staff coach, college coordinator, and tournament director. And I also coach within the Michigan Olympic Development Program um, as an assistant coach. So lots of different coaching here in Michigan. Are you, talk about Michigan, are you born and raised in Michigan? Um, so I'm actually uh, born in Haiti, and then I was adopted at four months old, Um but I was adopted by a family here in um, Midland, Michigan, and then I've grown up here my whole life. So Michigan's been home. When it comes to go, coming from Haiti to here, when did you start getting into this whole soccer thing? Were you playing as a youngster? Yeah, I started um, at four years old um, at the current club that I play at, Midland Soccer Club. Well, we have a huge recreation program and my dad was uh, one of my, or was my first coach. Um, and honestly in Midland, even if you don't end up playing soccer, almost everyone at some point at like four or five or six plays rec soccer at the Midland Soccer Club. Um, and so I just played within that and I just really enjoyed it, played other sports, um, but soccer was the one I liked the most. and. So eventually, once I got to, I think I was eight years old, I started travel and just kind of kept going, going through the ranks of soccer. What was the experience of having your father also being your coach? What was that dynamic like after games and in the car and what have you? <laughs> yeah, it was good. I really don't remember too much just because I was so young, four years old. Um, but I definitely remember... Um, practices and games with him my brother also played on the team um as well as some other kids that we like all went to school with um so I really remember that team it's funny I still talk to some of the players that were <laughs> on that team even though it was so long ago so yeah it was a really cool experience to kind of get started like that um just with everyone that I had known you talked about moving through the ranks did that include high school and did, did you end up playing at the college level i did yep um so i started when i was um just starting travel u10 was the first age that you could do it so we started at like eight years old we would have been a u9 team and i think at our club there was like three teams three or four teams at that age like that u10 age group but we were the only Technically, it would be a U9 team. So we were kind of all put on the same team together. Um, it was tough because we were a year younger playing everyone else. But so got started in travel like that. Um, then just kind of played through travel. I stayed at the club for a little bit. I ended up leaving for a couple of years to play for a different club. And then I eventually came back and finished my career there with a lot of the people I started with. Um when I got to high school, I played uh, for my local, or we have two high schools in Midland. So I 
um, played at Midland High for four years. Um, and then from there, I played Division Two and Division Three college soccer. I played one year at Northwood University, where I currently coach, and then I played three years at Elma College uh, to finish up. So, um, yeah, a lot of different soccer experiences. So one of the things that I'm hearing is uh, kind of connected with people you played with as a youth and you've kind of kept those relationships going. And then the ability to come back and coach at Midland um, and at the kind of the high school setting that you're at and in the club setting, how how impactful has being a part of Midland as a youth and now as a coach been for you? Yeah, it's been good. Um, it's cool at the travel level. Um, just playing there for most of my like soccer career, like getting to come back and coach. Um, has just been really awesome. And I think there was a lot of good things going on at the club when I was playing. Um, I think we're doing a lot of good things now. So just kind of seeing the growth and development as the club standpoint um, has been great. There's been Coaches that have been similar, um, even when I was playing, that are still helping out. So that's been just a cool experience to kind of see it come full mm -hmm. circle. And then the high school has been a little bit different because I went to Midland High and then I coach at Midland Dow. So it. it's kind of like the well, the two schools and two Division One schools in Midland. So um, it's like a huge rivalry. So definitely being on the other side was different when I first got the job, but um, it's been cool and it's been fun to be kind of part of their traditions that they have at Dow High and just kind of experience the rivalry on the other side. So um, even though a little bit different with the high school dynamic, it's been, it's been really cool. When did the idea of coaching kind of come to fruition? When did you start thinking, you know what, coaching might be something that I'd be interested in? Yeah, when I, um, I was in college, I can't remember exactly what year. I think it was like my junior year, maybe. Um, I was just starting to think about what I wanted to do after Alma, and I didn't really have a great idea. Like, I had a business degree. I kind of knew I'd figure out something in the business world if that's what I wanted to do. But um, just being at Alma, I had a good coach, and just seeing the other coaches in the athletic department. Um, I thought it was kind of cool what they were doing for a career. And so I just can't remember when I decided, but I know my senior year, I took a coaching course. I took my e-license um, and this, what would have been the spring of my senior year. I helped out at the soccer club um, with a coach that I knew just to kind of see what it was like. Um, I like an old, he coached uh, U17 and U18 at the time. So it was like older high school, which would kind of be what college was like. So I did that for a spring and I had a good experience. And so kind of that whole spring, I was just trying to find jobs to apply for um, graduate assistant positions and it took a while. I applied for a ton, got interviews at some, made to the final steps in some. And then it wasn't until I graduated. It wasn't until basically the end of summer. It was like the middle of July. Uh, the assistant coach at Elma 
my past two years, he got a job in Wisconsin and they had a graduate assistant position open. So I applied and was able to get that. And I remember from when I got the job offer to deciding if I was going to go, I think I had like no more than two weeks or maybe it was like a week to like move <laughs> over to Wisconsin and get everything figured out. So that was fun trying to get it, get it all worked out, but it did. And yeah, I got my coaching kind of start at the college level in Wisconsin. You talked about the coach at Alma when you were there being a good coach. What were some of the things that you enjoyed about him when you were a player? And then the fact that you get to go back and work with him again, what a cool opportunity. Yeah. Um, when I worked at Alma or when I played at Alma, um, Josh Oakley uh, was the head coach. And I think he did a good job of, there's always like an open communication. Like you could always go into his office and talk to him about things. Um, so as much as it was his program, um, I know the guys definitely felt it was our program as well. Um, I think it just did a good job fighting for us, like getting the things that we needed to help us be as be as successful as we could. Um, at that level and kind of the limitations that we had, but he did a good job um, fighting for us. So um, it was just a really good experience with him. I liked his practices, thought he did a good job in games. Um, and our program hadn't been well, like it had been a long time before they had, the program went to a final four. Um, and so it had been a long time since the program had, even seen like any conference success so when he came in he really kind of turned turned things and even though we never won a conference championship um, we were competing at the top of the league by the time I graduated and we're really only finishing second to Calvin um, University which is I mean their top division three school every year I think in like a four-year span they went to like a sweet 16 and elite eight and two national championship games. So had we been in any other conference, we'd probably had walked away with two or three conference titles, maybe a couple conference tournament titles, but um, kind of is what it is, but it's a good experience playing for him there. So actually when I first started at Lakeland university, it was my assistant coach at Alma the last two years. Um, he got the job in Wisconsin. And so I went with him Um kind of got my start coaching there, but eventually I did. I went two years coaching at Lakeland University. Then I actually came back to Alma College and worked um, with Josh Oakley there at Alma College for a year. And then I was actually at Spring Arbor University and NAI School in Michigan. Um, Coach Oakley got the job at Spring Arbor, and then I eventually went there uh, for a year as well. So it was definitely cool even though I didn't coach with him right away when I started graduating, it was cool. Kind of he was the last coach that I had. And then um, getting to coach with him for two years at the college level was super, super awesome. What was it like going to Lakeland? You talked about one, just the moving itself can be a little daunting, but what was it like going with another coach? That's kind of figuring things out as well for, for himself. Yeah, it was good. I think, um, just being at Elmo when I first got there, again, we were still at the kind of 
rebuilding phase. We were kind of getting to the middle towards the end where we were getting ready to compete. So um, when we had went to Lakeland, they were kind of in the same boat, trying to rebuild the small roster size. Um, I think my first year we had 16 girls on the team, which makes it extremely tough at the collegiate level. Um, and I have more players on my high, high school team, and sometimes that doesn't seem like enough. So um, it was definitely a new experience. Um, but it was good because that was um, Coach Matson's first head coaching job in college. It was my first assistant job at college. So it was cool getting to work um, with him. And I was only there for a year and a half just because – once I graduated, I was off to find a new coaching thing, but um, I just felt like we were able to do a lot of cool things that the girls enjoyed and maybe didn't get um, prior to that, um, as well as we were able to help kind of grow the roster size, um, which is important. So uh, I, th- I think it was a good kind of first coaching experience to kind of just kind of jump in and get to do coaching right away and um, just kind of help get me ready, ready in the future. You talked about also putting a lot of applications out there. Finally, things worked out. What was that experience like? A lot of, like a lot of young coaches are going to go through what you went through. Um, How do you keep putting yourself out there, even though maybe you're not getting the, the hits that you're hoping to get? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, you just got to stay positive throughout the process. Like, I think I, I remember I sent out emails to even schools that didn't have jobs posted, but I knew they had graduate programs. So just kind of introduce myself and just let them know, like, if a position came open, I'd be interested or, you know, down the line if something were to come open. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's and I found it super competitive um, in any field, but especially college coaching. There's a lot of people who want to be college coaches, especially I think when kids or people first start off, when they graduate, like they really want to stay involved with the game. And the easiest way probably is coaching. So especially those like entry level or graduate positions, like everyone is trying to get them. So um, you just have to stay persistent. Um, like I said, I don't remember how many, but I know I applied for a ton, got some interviews. I got to campus for a couple, didn't get them. Um, but I just kind of knew it would work work out eventually. Um, and so I just kind of stuck with it. So that's really the big thing is you just got to stick with it. You might think there's a perfect job for you and, um, you know, there might be other plans or it might be a perfect job for someone else as well. So just got to kind of put your head down and keep working and just trust that eventually you get an opportunity. And when you get your opportunity, you got to make sure you work extremely hard, uh, whether it's to keep that job or to keep progressing or just to make sure that you do a good job, job at the program. You talked about moving with Coach Oakley to Spring Arbor, and I've talked to Jason Christ which has a really solid program. What was that environment like at Spring Arbor when you got there? Yeah, it was a super cool environment. Um, I think just the resources that they had, um, their facility was super nice. Um, 
Like there were things that they just had there at Spring Arbor that we didn't have at Alma or um, Lakeland even. So just being in that environment was super cool. That was a team coming off a really good season. Um, so kind of the history and the pedigree was there. So it was definitely really high expectations um, that season. The players were really good. So um, that was a cool experience just getting to work with a really high level player at the time. And um, it was cool because we did a lot of good things. We had the highest um, ranking um, that the program had in history. We won our regular season conference tournament. Um, we won our first round of nationals game. So we got to go out to um, Irvine, California for the Sweet 16. So that was a cool experience, just kind of prepping the travel and getting things ready for that. And then getting to take the team out there to compete um, halfway across the country from where we were at. Um, in warm weather. So it's a really <laughs> cool, um, cool experience going there. Um, and yeah, I had players that had played for coach Chris. So um, I knew him a little bit kind of previously. So it's cool to be there and kind of get to work with him and share the field and resources with the women's program. So um, yeah, that was, even though I was there only there for, it wasn't even a year, it was like nine months, um, but it was a cool, cool experience. You talked about facilities. What are some other things? You know, you talk about the Alma having built, trying to build success and Lake Lakeland, the same thing. Um, what were, other than the resources, what was it that maybe allowed Spring Arbor to be a little bit more successful as an overall program? Yeah, I think um, historically, at least when I had got there, um, they were better. Um, so I think you're just going to attract maybe different recruits because um, kids will look at programs that aren't very good and maybe say, I don't want to, don't want to go there. So mm -hmm. I think uh, when we got there, they had been good recently. So you got to get more, more kids there. Um, they have a niche too. Um, that's really apparent. I mean, it's a Christian university. So um not necessarily that you're going to get better kids, but you're going to have a niche of kids that you want. And so if you have someone who wants to go to a Christian university, like if they're anyone really, but let's just say it's a really good player that wants to go to a Christian university, like you're going to have a really good chance at getting, um, getting that kid. Like I work at Northwood university and we're an all business school. So we know if there's a kid that wants to study business and play college soccer, we're going to have a really good chance at them. So I think Spring Arbor kind of had that niche um, of kind of kid that they went after and got um, as well as it always helps uh, just being NAI, you do have athletic scholarship money. So um, I mean, no one's ever on a full ride <laughs> athletically, but being able to give athletic money um, can definitely help at times. So I think there's a lot of different things that kind of um, built in that allowed a place like Spring Arbor to be successful, um, especially that time that we were all coaching there. So you put your time in at Spring Arbor, enjoy that experience. Where does Spencer go next? Yeah, I uh, coached there from – 
Oh, it was kind of similar. I think I was there August to um, March, February, March time. And um, I was just ready, even though it was quick, I was ready for something different. And um, there's a job opportunity open at Northwood University, um, which is back in Midland. Um, I knew I could kind of go back home, live back at home when I was um, at Spring Arbor to help save money. I lived with a family in DeWitt, um, which is actually like 45, 50 minutes um, from campus. So even though it was a bit of a drive, it saved money because they let me stay there rent free. Um, super awesome family that I still stay in touch with today and see all the time. So um, I think when the job opportunity at Northwood opened up, it just seemed like it'd be a good fit kind of go back to an area that I knew. Um, I knew the coaches that were on staff there. Um, so, yeah, I actually started um, two weeks before COVID happened. So I think I started, yeah, March 1st or something. I think we had two weeks of, like, practice and then – yeah, COVID happened and shut everything down. And at the time, we didn't know kind of what it was going to be. But I remember, like, calling. I remember Northwood set up, like, campaigns for, like, coaches to call not only our athletes, but, like, general students on campus who maybe weren't on a team and maybe didn't have someone calling them. So I remember calling students just to check in, see how school was doing, see how they were adjusting. So... Yeah, it was kind of crazy, but um, that kind of started there at Northwood. Um, since I was back in the area, I just kind of got hooked in with club, um, still doing things there. And then it was that summer that the previous varsity coach left. Um, and I remember that fall, I was doing my C course, um, and so I was – helping one of the girls teams at the club they were they were sophomores um and i had a really good experience with them um and i remember there's some coaches at the club that were like oh you should apply for the dow high school job and i didn't really think too much about it i was like no nah, i got too much going on like and i remember I think I got posted kind of after that time. And I remember, um, I was like, you know, I'll just apply and see what happens. You know, I can always say no if it doesn't work out. And I think just with COVID and everything, the school is maybe a little bit behind because I think I applied like in the fall. And then it wasn't until like January that I got called for like an interview. And I, I think I'd like forgotten that I'd even applied for the job. And so, um, yeah, that kind of the next year, so January 2021, um, I interviewed there and um, they offered me the job and I kind of told them, cause at that point I really wanted to progress in the college ranks. I was like, don't even know if I could guarantee you more than one year. Like I like it here, but you know, if a good job, I was part-time at Northwood. So it was, it's mainly like if a full-time coaching job were to open up for me, then I potentially look and the AD understood and, you know, still wanted to do it. And so I took the job and I mean, things have worked out in North that I'm still there. I'm still at the club. I'm still at Dow High. So 
just completed my third season at Dow last year. So um, even though I was unsure how long of the stint I thought it would be, it's ended up being three years and still going. So I never really know how things are going to work out. <laughs> One of the things that pops up for me is it's college men's and it's high school uh, girls. What What is that like in terms of how you have to kind of, con your different maybe styles of coaching, like what you do with the men that you might not do when you're working with your female group? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's definitely different. Um, you know, I think it's more of um, an age thing, I guess. Um, definitely a skill set thing. Like there's going to be things that the college players can do that the high school um, players can't do for sure. But um, at the end of the day, they all want to be coached. Um, they all want to be cared about both on the field, off the field, whether it's men, women. Um, they want to know that you care for them as people as well as soccer players. So, um, yeah, it's been a really good experience kind of getting the coach at the two different levels. Because, um, again, to me, it's more of a – skill thing or an age thing that there's things with the college players that I wouldn't do with the high school players. But um, I know when I took over the girls program at Dow High, they hadn't been super successful in recent years. And um, they just wanted to be kind of coached and pushed to kind of reach, reach goals that they had for the program. Um, and we've done a good job every year we've won a, we've won a trophy. So the past two years, we've won our conference tournament or we've won our conference, which is the first time since 20, 2014 was the last time. And we did back to back in 2013 and 2014. So we did this past year in 2023 and then we did it the year prior in 2022. So there'd been what an eight, eight year gap that they hadn't won a conference um, conference trophy. And then in my first year, we won the district championship. Um, it is kind of like the road to States here in Michigan. So it goes districts, then you go to regionals and then you go to state. So my first year we won the dis district championship, um, which was similar. I think the last time we had done it was, either 2014 or 2013. Um, and then even though I kind of fell short in the district finals the past two years, um, we played in three straight district finals now, which we haven't done that in a long time. So the program's kind of in a good spot to where we're competing at the top end of our league, as well as um, pushing for district championships. So um, the girls have done a good job just kind of, setting the goals, goals for themselves in the program, and they've done a good job um, reaching those goals. Is that refreshing when you come into a program like that and they've just been dying for success and they want to do the things and then they look towards you and then now you get to kind of help put them in that direction? How cool has it been to kind of say, all right, I got some motivated girls here. Let's do this. Yeah, it's been, it's been awesome. I always say – try and leave something better than it was before you got there. Um, and so that's something that I think I've been able to do there. I think um, 
you know, obviously it's mainly the players, so they've done a good job of leaving their stamp on the program. And that was kind of what we talked about this year was making sure that you leave your mark on the program. So when players look back, you know, they're going to remember what that 2023 Dow High team did. So can you leave your stamp on the program? So, yeah, it was super cool kind of coming in. I knew um, high school is obviously a little bit different than um, college to where you can't recruit. So it's basically what you what you have there. And um, so I think that experience at the soccer club with those sophomores, um, I knew that we were going to be in a good spot um, with the ones that were going to be at Dow, Dow High. So um, those sophomores graduated this year. So um, it'll be tough to see them go, but it was cool to kind of be able to be there with them for their um, three years of high school because they missed the first year because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So kind of being able to be there with them through their three years, um, Again, that group won a trophy every year that they played high school soccer, which I know they'll definitely remember. Um, I am for going off to play in college. So, yeah, it's super cool. And it's neat. The When I first got the job, the um, school or school district um, was in the process of getting a turf field. So we had originally played on grass, which – I would rather play on grass, but being a spring sport in Michigan, I've looked back over the three years. If we had grass, we would probably have lost 10 games over those three years in the spring just because we can't get outside because it's still wet. So we've had turf. Um, so the first year we got turf, we got to play um, the first turf game of any um, hmm. sport. Um we won it. Um, then my next second year, they got lights. So we got to play the first uh, ever night game on the turf, which we won. So um, it was kind of cool, just kind of the experiences that the players got and kind of the things that um, even though they had lost that COVID year, um, just getting a new field, getting new lights over the time, like, it's cool to get to see the players experience that. You mentioned earlier too, uh, at one point working on your C license, how important has the be being involved in coaching education been for you and your development as a coach? Yeah, it's been super important. Um, you know, I definitely think there's people who aren't huge fans of the courses and there's times and there's always going to be things in the course that you already know or, might not be pertinent to what um, you're doing, but I think it's been super, super good. Like I thought my E instructors were great. Um, Mark Zaffy did my D course here in Michigan and he's like the Michigan ODP um, director. So it was cool. He was my direct instructor um, on the D course. So cool getting that experience with him that's where I first kind of met him and then um got involved with the ODP program which he runs and um he's given me some cool opportunities within that um and then my C course um Paul Thomas did it and it's actually cool because when I were or when I played at the soccer club uh travel Paul Thomas was actually the 
like director of coaching or technical director. So um, I definitely remembered him. I wasn't sure if he remembered me and he said, of course he did. So that was just kind of cool experience to talk about um, like the club and everything where it had kind of gone since he had been there. Um, and then, yeah, right now I'm kind of waiting on the B license um, to go do that. Right now, the toughest thing is the timing of it. Um, just think it's like three or four days in person, then a developmental period, then three to four more days. And with college being in the fall and high school being in the spring, it's just really tough with the dates and trying to get those to line up. So hopefully that'll work out soon. And then actually right now I'm in my um, coach educator license course. So um, I'm at the tail end of the course, but I'm going through a USSF course to where I could teach grassroots courses. So um 4v4 7v7 9v9 and 11v11 so um we have like weekly meetings we have one more this upcoming week and then we actually get to run a course um with someone um and film ourselves and then we put together a portfolio and submit it um and then they'll let us know if we get our coach educator license or not so that's been a cool experience just because I have had good experiences in my coaching courses. So um, being able to hopefully get my license and then kind of be a coach educator for those first coaches um, and hopefully make an impact on them will um, be something that I'm looking, looking forward to. I was just going to ask, because when you're doing college, high school, club odp how do you how do you kind of balance it all like do you just kind of have to do you just grind through it or do you what do you have a, a kind of maybe an organizational plan uh how does spencer get to keep all of it rocking and rolling yeah um i consider myself pretty organized so that definitely helps a lot um so midland dow and northwood are separated by a forest. So I could walk from each field in four minutes. Um, they're right across. There's like a street that basically um, separates the two. So it's nice that they're all right there. The soccer club is a five minute drive. Um, so they're all kind of in an area that allows it um, to happen. And just with the way that our state association is set up with ODP, it's not too much of a time commitment. And when it does get a little bit more time commitment heavy, it's when the other um, programs are in a kind of a downtime. So um, it definitely gets a little hectic in the springtime because I have the high school, I have the college non-traditional season as well as two travel teams going at the same time. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of running around practicing, not a ton of sleep. Um, but <laughs> luckily there's only like a four week window where all four of those teams are going on at the same time. So if I can get through that four week window, then it only goes down to three teams and that's more manageable. <laughs> 
when you look forward, what are your aspirations? Like you said, Hey, I'll take the high school job, but I don't know if something opens up, do you have aspirations to be a head coach at the college level or are you happy where you're at now? Like what's Spencer's kind of timeline maybe? Yeah, I'm happy um, where I'm at now for sure. I think um, it'd have to be the right situation. Um, and that's not to mean that I have to get the perfect job and they have to have everything because jobs are tough to get anyways. But um, I've kind of said that I want to coach in the Midwest. Um, that's just kind of where I'm comfortable in. I've recruited in. So, like, ideally, I'd want to stay in the Midwest. Like, I don't know, like, in, let's say, Texas or California. Like, I, I don't know if a job would open up like a head coaching job in college that I would say like, yeah, I really want to go do that. Like I want to be a college head coach, but um, I think it has to be the right fit and situation, which I've always said is like the mid, the Midwest is where I would like to like the coach in like Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Wisconsin, Illinois, um, maybe Iowa, but kind of in that area that I'm more comfortable in. So um I've had a lot of different like experiences like when I first started I definitely thought that I wanted to be a college head coach and climb up through the ranks and run a big program and um it's maybe changed a little bit since then um that I just want to coach and make a difference and whether that's in high school whether that's in college whether that's in travel um to me it really doesn't doesn't matter. So um, I definitely still would like to be a head coach if the right opportunity opened up, um, then definitely would jump after it and go for it. Um, but I'm definitely happy with what I'm doing now. If, you know, a club leadership role were to open up, then I'd definitely explore that. Um, I'm happy with like the high school and what what's that that's been. So um I know it's definitely something I need to sit down and figure out because people will ask me and it seems to always change. And um, I think it's always good to have a plan to make sure you're kind of working towards something. Um, even though I might not exactly have this is what I want to do in five or 10 years, I think being able to be involved in a lot of different things and do a lot of different coaching, that'll help. So whether the right job in five years is a college head coaching job, I'll feel like I'll be ready. If it's to be a club DOC or assistant DOC or something, I think my experiences have helped. So um, yeah, I don't have, I guess, a for sure what it, what it looks like, but um, I know my experiences will help for whatever the next thing, next thing will be. The one thing you started off with at the beginning was talking about being adopted from Haiti to here, what has it been like for that family here in Michigan to watch you continue to grow and have success playing the game, getting to college or you know, graduate assistant to now coaching high school, college? Uh, so like, what's it been like for them to see you kind of flourish and grow and, and crush it? Yeah, it's been good. Um, my, Mom was super big into sports. She actually played softball at Spring Arbor. Um, hmm. 
So uh, little ties there. So um, they definitely enjoyed enjoyed it. I mean, when I was playing, they'd come to almost every game, every game that they could, whether it was uh, rack soccer, travel soccer, high school, college. Um, so they've definitely been big supporters. Um, they've enjoyed the college games that they've been able to come to. When I was living in Wisconsin, they'd make a trip a trip each year to come see me and watch the team um as well as high school they try and get out to as many games our family or my parents actually live in florida for half the year so they get back around like may may time and um, that's kind of the tail end of our season when <clears throat> the past three years we've been pushing for league championships which has been good at that end, as well as getting ready for the playoffs and kind of going through a playoff push so they've been able to get to those games um see us win championships at the end of the season so um yeah it's been cool i mean they got my star into soccer signing me up for it so um i it's been cool for me kind of going through the process and i know it's been cool for them to just see everything that i've done done as well last thing i'll ask about is you've used the word impact um on numerous occasions during this chat where did that idea come from? And when you say impact, what are you hoping that you can do through your coaching? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it kind of goes back to um, when I said trying to leave something um, better than what it was before. And um, I just look back. Historically, I played on, I'd say, pretty good high-level teams and um when I went to Elma again, we we're kind of rebuilding. We we're getting kind of towards that end where we we're pushing, going to be pushing for league, league titles soon. Um, but that was just a big thing there that I think um, a lot of the players and my grade was super. It was big at Elma. We probably had anywhere from like twelve to fourteen kids, and a lot of the guys um, that were in my grade played on really good travel teams that we played against each other in high school and travel. Um, so we had a pretty good pedigree. And so um, maybe it was a little bit of a chip on our shoulders, just kind of going there and people thinking we we're going to be terrible and why would we go there? And so um, just kind of being there and again, leaving it better, than what it was before having an impact on the program um like i said my senior year we went to the conference uh championship game lost to calvin the year after they went to the they actually hosted a conference tournament game um and again lost to calvin so kind of what we're able to do um in that time um will just always stick with with me and i think we made a positive impact um on the program there when we were all playing. And so that just kind of stuck out with me for the rest of coaching and everything. And again, I took my e-course while I was still in college. um, And I thought my instructor did a really good job um, with everything. And so um, at the end of the day, we want to win, win games and win trophies and championships. And I think that's still part of the experience as well, but um, you want to make sure that you have a positive impact on the players that you're coaching, the people that you're going to be around. Um, 
Like I've had players write me notes about something I've said that stuck has stuck with them or I was the best coach they ever had, even though they only had me for six months. I'll never forget that. One of the players at Dow wrote me a letter and she said that I was the favorite coach she ever had. And I only coached her for, honestly, it would have been a three-month season. I guess six months if you put in off-season workouts. But we're not playing soccer. It's really just weights and conditioning. So I just think kind of seeing those kind of things and those experiences are cool and um Again, I'm super competitive. The players that I coach are really competitive and want to be good. Um, but as well, we want to make um, just a positive impact on people and try and make things better when you leave it um, than it was before. That is a perfect way to shut this chat down. This is Cameron with Coach's Corner Chats with Spencer Sandow, and I'm out. Peace. What a great chat. Thanks for checking it out. If you haven't done so already, follow us on Twitter at Coaches Let's Chat. Hit that subscribe button. And once again, if you get a chance, drop a review. It's super, super helpful for growing the podcast. Have a good one. Peace.